Ong, <laughs> um, man, uh, appreciate the time, you know, coming back on the show. I know you're a busy man. You're always all over the place, you know, you're cornering guys all over the world. Um, let's start off first with uh, the guys closest to you. You know, you got Teal, you got Martin. It seems like you guys are always together uh, whenever you can be together. You guys have a close bond like brothers. You know, how important is it to surround yourself with those types of people, especially in, in this world of mixed martial arts? Because it seems like a lot of guys have the wrong people around them. Yeah, for sure. You know, like we have very similar lifestyle. We have very similar worldview. And then we have very similar, you know, history. So like for me, it's important because it keeps me, it keeps me humble. It keeps me hungry. You know, it keeps me focused. And, um, it's 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 nice to have you know friends of the same birds of the same you know feather that kind of saying um and it's it's nice you know it's like uh you you uh everything that i do they kind of understand as well you know all the sacrifices that i make they had to do the same as well that's, that's kind of nice they look at you probably as a a friend you know not as someone that you know that is uh above them you know someone that is kind of like their equal even though you are uh you know internationally and in, in asia just a, a massive star is just that i am it's older, good to have I'm the older brother oh you're you're the older I am, brother. I'm the oldest out of us yes yeah that's like right that's right brother. that's definitely right yeah yeah so do, do you take that older brother role with them or is it just like you know the american style you know it's like we're friends you know we're equals we're it's all good you know no worries no for sure for sure i don't i don't i don't ever not just among friends, amongst anybody, you know. I don't see myself better than anybody, you know. And I don't see myself like, uh, so I, I always treat everybody equal, you know. Not, not just them, but everybody in the world, you know. I treat everybody with respect. And I treat them as my equal. Let's uh, get into uh, traveling around Asia, because you've been doing that for many years now. And meeting the Burmese community everywhere you go. <laughs> You know, what has it been like to feel the love, you know, from your countrymen around the world? You know, have yeah. you met any memorable people throughout your times? Yeah, like <clears throat> after my last bout, you know, in, in Japan, it, it, it's been crazy. You know, everywhere I go, I would say 99% of the Burmese that I've met on the, you know, know who I am. Um, and it, it's, it's pretty insane. Even in Malaysia, we went to the mall and like, we went to a mall in Malaysia. Uh, it's like in Times Square or something like that. And all the like all the all the shop, you know, the store workers are Burmese. And like everybody stops me and you know takes picture of me. And that that's pretty crazy. And it's a mall in Malaysia, you know. And I can't I can't like it's hard for me to like just walk around. Have you ever seen the the movie Coming to America? Was it with, with Eddie uh, Murphy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. You you yeah. know that scene where he's at the basketball game and he's waiting yeah. in line for the bathroom yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. is it have you yeah. ever had that moment yourself anywhere? Yeah, similar. Like if I go to a fresh market here, like in the states, and 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 and, uh, and it's usually you know at the sushi section, it's a it, it's always Burmese people. They'll take pictures and they'll give me free sushi as well. Like any any fresh market I go. They'll do that. It's so humbling and so cool. Um, but I don't want free. <laughs> I don't want anything free. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather pay for it. You know? Definitely. But, but that, that's, no, I'm telling you, man. Every, every, 
every uh, fresh market, you know, in, in the States, the sushi section is owned by a Burmese person. So, that's uh, that's great, man. Yeah. Hey, free sushi is always good, right? <laughs> sure. Uh, you know, recently uh, I saw the video of you getting your pins taken out, your thumb. You know, you're just sitting there like it's nothing. Uh, yeah. Okay. How does it feel right now? Uh, very weak. You know, this thumb is like when I wash my hand in the morning, like my, my face in the morning, I feel like I'm washing my face with like a, a dead thumb here. Uh-huh. So it's very weak right now, but it'll be good though. It'll be good. I mean, it's it's definitely a heel, you know. See how small this thing is? Yeah. Yeah, like, like uh, six, seven weeks of just nothing. Not being able to exercise, so it's kind of like weak, but but it's in the right spot. The, the I, I'm glad we did this, so now it can you know actually heal correctly and and be just as strong. I was talking to Martin a few days ago, you know, and uh, he was telling me that you you broke it in Japan, but you were yeah. just sitting around with it swollen, and you didn't even have the doctors really look at it. And then uh, was it a couple of weeks after when you really got concerned about? Yeah, the two thumb? weeks. Two weeks. No, it was like the so. So I took a week off and I, you know, I just hang out with my family. The following week, I went home, got an X-ray, and then the following week, I got an, uh, I, I got the, the the surgery done. So it was in two weeks, two weeks time. You know, right after right after the fight, I said I told them, put me in again before the end of the year. I want to fight again before the end of the year. And then this happened, and then I, you know, I can't, but. Yeah, definitely. During that week, didn't your hand hurt a lot, or was that just a normal? Sure. Just no, normal? no, 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 no. Every time, like I would tie my son's shoelace when I was in Japan because my 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 son came and my thumb would pop out of place, oh. and I had to just like pop it back in. And I thought, you know, I thought I thought it was like just dislocated, you know. And but the whole time I had to put a like it hurts, it hurts. Yeah. Well, you got the surgery and it's successful. Yeah. Now you yeah. got to do the recovery. Now, what's the recovery like? What's the protocol for your um, thumb? I'm going to go to a physical therapist and he's going to give me some exercise. And then uh, it's supposed to, you know, it's supposed to bring back the function and, you know, the muscles back to the thumb. Right? You sat on the sidelines, you know, with the thumb, but you were still training whatever you could train. But you, I, yeah. I saw another interview where you said you had some other nagging injuries that you got over. It's, that's why it was the blessing in disguise, you know? Yeah. And, uh, how does your rest of your body feel? Is was it really that much of a blessing in disguise? Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, uh, I had some, you know, some 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 lower back problems, some lower like some, some knee problem, but uh, this time off, you know, is a blessing in disguise for sure. Everything's healing and everything's feeling much better now, so it's good. Yeah. You know, you're you know doctor, how fighters yeah. are. We fight through. We fight through uh, injuries. Yeah. You know, most fights we come in with you know some sort of little injuries. You know, and that's normal because of what we do. Uh, but this time off, you know, it gives me a little time to recover and get better. So. Your doctor, Doctor Reeves. You know, he's part of the Sanford Medical uh, Center yeah. and now Sanford MMA. I wanted to yeah. get into all of that because it's something new that's forming at you know as we speak, right? Yeah. Um, how yeah. did you connect with them? Is it all Henry Hoof or uh, you it's know are all, you a big it's part all of Henry it? Henry Hoof, Greg Jones, you know, all, all that group. 
Um, we were just, you know, the fighters that were brought in on, on the on, when, when they when they announced it. <coughs> we were we, I was, you know, fortunate to be part of the group of uh, fighters that was there for the press conference and stuff. So that was kind of cool. Um, it's it's uh it's gonna change the game, man, for sure. It's gonna change the game. Our facility is awesome. I just went there today. I just looked at it today. And it's amazing. It's like three times the size of what it was. There's like rooms and like two dozen rooms in the back for, for medical attention, you know, for like recovery and stuff like that. So I can get hurt now, yeah. man. <laughs> well, Martin was telling me like it was uh, something that, you know, it's like the Performance Institute, you know, yeah. but better. And it's just for you guys. Yeah, for our team. Yeah, so having that guy, you know, the the doctor, you know, there all the time, being able to treat you for anything, it kind of, uh, I guess it could build your confidence even more, so to say, you know, because of if you have an injury, you could just go there and, and get it treated automatically. Yeah, for sure, for sure. For sure. That's that's like a, that's a, a relief, you know, especially for the fighters. Any sort of injuries. Man, he, 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 he fixed uh, Robbie Lawler's knee, you know. It's crazy, like a torn uh, MCL and stuff like that. But all, all you know, he was able to put it back together. So a lot of even like Usman, right? Usman, his yeah, his let his knees was messed up. Did the doctor Reese yeah. fix his knees too? I believe so, but okay. and, you know, don't quote me on that. Okay. I believe so. Um, yeah, but but like Luke Rockall had you know his uh, his shin, you know like. His shin oh, was yeah. cut, yeah, and then Doctor Reese was able to fix that too. Yeah, that so, was a nasty uh, injury right there. Yeah, it was a nasty injury. Yeah, but like you know, for me, it's it's a it's a relief. You know, as I get older, you know, we have we do have little injuries here and there. You know, so this is like a it's like rejuvenating. It's rejuvenating, and it it, it lets me know you know I have something. I have this great team of guys behind me, so it's uh, I can go out there and do my best and perform you know, better than before. Nutrition-wise, you know, like, do you, did you always have somebody, or are those doctors also doing all the nutrition and everything for you guys? Uh, no, my uh, I've been working with you know Corey Peacock and uh, Chris Algieri, the boxer. Okay. So. Oh, the bare knuckle. <laughs> No, no, no. Chris Algier, the boxer, the boxer. Oh, okay, the okay, okay, yeah. okay. So how, you know, how is the nutrition for you since you're fighting in two different weight classes and now this time you get you have to go back down to middleweight because yeah. that's, that's middle your weight's future. Great. Middle, no, middleweight is great. Middleweight is great for me, you know. Um, when I was uh, when I was fighting Brandon Bear, I had to eat, you know, I had to eat a lot to make weight. Now, I, and I didn't even come close to making weight, you know. I was like five pounds under. So, but, but, you know, I have my sweet spot, you know, my, my sweet spot for my weight and it's ideal for middleweight, you know, during your injury and your recovery and your, uh, your surgery and stuff like that, you know, like what did you work on? You know, I know I seen videos of you in the gym doing like lifting and, and was there yeah. a particular part of your body that you needed to kind of uh, focus on or anything in your skill set or anything like that? I, I did a lot of you know videos, studying the videos. Um, I did a lot of uh, running, a lot of road work because I couldn't really lift that much. 
my endurance should be better, you know, next fight. Um, and my fight IQ should be better, you know. I'm watching, like, I watch a lot of, like, footages, a lot of fights. Um, and, and, and not, not, not on the entertainment part, but just to study, you know, that watch a lot of studying. Yeah. Who are, do you watch a lot of footage of like guys from the past or are you just watching footage of potential opponents? What are you looking at? No, uh, everything, you know, how, how, like, I, I even watch like low level, you know, amateur MMA as well, just to, just to see how people deal with different body types. You know, and, and, and what works, what doesn't work, what works really well at high level, what works really well, at, you know, uh, at low level MMA and stuff like that. So, You're saying March, April is the target return for you, maybe in Malaysia. Is that what the doctors say or are you just trying to be optimistic about the return? No, that's that's around the date that the doctors say, you know, that's that's the, the consensus. Uh, maybe April 5th, maybe April 20th. Maybe April fifth in Japan again, April twentieth. Um, but next year, I would like to get four in. Okay. okay. Yeah, four in. Well, so. you're saying middleweight division. You know, you you mentioned division. Reiner that he could be the next uh, guy in line. But then you also have Big Dash and Leandro. If you could yeah. rank those three, because they they seem like they're the top three. You know, who would yeah. you put at number one, number two, and number three? I would put Rene one. Leandro two and then Big Dash three. I wouldn't mind fighting all of them. The, next year, night. in one night. In one night, all right, all right. All <laughs> right. I'm just kidding, but yeah, I, no, for real. Like I, I, I would love to fight all three of them. Um, they don't even have to fight each other. I'll fight all three of them, and and then at the end of the year, if Brandon wants, we can have another super fight. You know, in Japan again. I want to stay active. Yeah, I want to stay active. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to see that. I, you know, I'm you know Japan I'm pretty, or Korea. It doesn't. Oh, matter, Korea. Oh, yeah, Korea. yeah, yeah. I I would like to see that Korea. That would be nice. You know, I could I could be there. Uh, now, um, the light heavyweight division. You know, you've mentioned a lot about the middleweight, but the light heavyweight division. You know, do you see? Uh, do you think that it needs to play out a little bit for you to make a title defense, or do you see yourself fighting? You know, in the in the middle of the year after you defend your middleweight title. Uh, I think it needs to play out a little bit more. Uh, there needs to be a little bit more activity in the light heavyweight division. And then I can defend it again. You know, not a problem at all. Um, next year, I just want to make a statement. I want to make a big statement. You know, I make a statement. I'm here. You know, I'm not here to play. Um, I'm hungry, man. I could care less. Like Seriously, I could care less about being the champion, being not the champion. I just want to put on a good show. An exciting, uh, exciting bouts. You said that 2020 is going to be the best year of your career yeah. so far, right? And you said that you're feeling like you're reaching your potential. What differences do you see in yourself that that makes you feel that way? Uh, my, my one, my training camp, you know, my trainer. Um, I, I had a missing, you know, I had a missing hole in my game, and that was the wrestling part, and you know, being able to combine everything and being able to impose, impose who I am, impose my will, um, and moving to a camp, you know, a very good camp, help that, and preparation. All my fights that I've lost, preparation is a little off. Now I do everything in my power to prepare, make sure the preparation's right, you know. Um, 
and mentally, I'm there. You know, physically, I'm there. Um, and I think it's my time, you know. So next year, I want to make a big one uh, and, and put on great, great shows. Yeah, um, I'm planning on next year to be at, eventually at one of the, the fights live, you know. Like, I got to yeah. get out there somehow. You know, I'm thinking if you have a fight in Myanmar, you know, Burma. Yeah. I got I got to see that, you know what I mean, before, yeah. you know, your career, you know, is goes to an end if it ever does go to an end. I have to see yeah. you. No, I always sure. hear for about sure. it from everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we, Allah, we in Myanmar, the crowd, it's insane. Yeah. You, there's nothing like that. It's like Michael Jackson, you know, like yeah. world tour. No, for sure. It's different, man. It's it's a different man, it's a different beast in Myanmar, you know. Cuz it's a third world country and the support is insane, like insane, like it's uh, uh, like unrivaled, you know. When I compete, maybe hopefully this year we can do like a soccer stadium, you know, competition. Like, like maybe maybe this year we can do like a soccer stadium event. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, definitely would be yeah. cool. Now, another guy in your camp that is signed to one championship is uh, Vitor Belfort, and uh, he's gonna make yeah. his return to the cage. In 2020, yeah. you know, one championship put out a little thing on him talking about who's he gonna fight. You know, and they put a silhouette up and a couple fighters. Uh, who do you think would be the of, best matchup? The silhouette is of Arjun, huh? Yeah, yeah, it is of Arjun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I don't think Arjun and him would make an exciting matchup. I, Brendan Vera versus Vito Belfort would be good too. Yeah, I'll, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think that yeah. that is one the most that, exciting, a, especially with the history yeah. that both of them have, and and yeah. this is the perfect time for them to fight. Yeah, for sure, I think so too. Vito and Vito and uh, yeah, that'd be that would be an exciting matchup. I I would take my front row seat there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, I know you will. Uh, you might if, even be in the, in the corner, corner, right? <laughs> yeah, if I'm not in the corner. And stuff. Oh. Um, how's Vitor looking? You know, he hasn't fought in a while, but people are saying that he's just like right now. It's he's like training hard, level. man. He's training. Yeah. He's he's there. You know, he's training. He's training good. Um, he hits hard. You know, he hits hard. He he, he trains good. Um, he's consistent. You know, and consistency is key you know, in anything in life. Um, he, he's he's uh his weight looks good. You know, physically he looks good. And when he trains, you know, he, he hits hard. So, yeah, it should be good. I'm excited to see him, you know, compete again in 2020. Me too, man. Me too. Uh, yeah. Now, a couple other fights in 2020 I want to pick your brain about before I let you go is uh, yeah. the the flyweight title fight between Adriano Moraes for, and uh, Demetrius Johnson, you know, like yeah. analyzing that fight. You know, you say you watch a yeah. lot of film. You know, what do you That's see? What's matchup. intriguing? That's a bad matchup for DJ mm -hmm. because of Adriano's length and and his strong suits. You know, um, Adriano has strong grappling, and 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 I, I feel like I feel like he's going to have a hard time getting on the inside. Um, and Marais is relatively quick. You know, I mean, I would say DJ is a is a quicker quicker competitor but but uh the size and the reach and the grappling and the strength is going to be a problem for dj in my opinion yeah yeah that 
Uh, that matchup is exciting. Yeah, that's exciting. I, I love that matchup. Mm-hmm. And know, like, a lot of people, a lot of people, I think, are uneducated about Adriano. And this yeah, is the fight. Crazy. So this crazy. is the fight. Adriano, yeah, it is the yeah. fight. Adriano is good, man. Adriano yeah. is good. Yeah. Technically, he's he's insane. Like if you watch yeah. his fights against like uh yeah. um Akhmedov and uh yeah. and you know like those fights especially like it shows yeah, you how he, technical he can do it all. He can do it yeah. all. The the Eustachio submission, the 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 knee bar, that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So now, I mean, I'm saying like he's a bad matchup, man. He's a bad matchup for a lot of flyweights for sure, you know. Um, but uh, DJ DJ is so versatile and quick. He's super quick, so we'll see. I I don't think he's gonna his quickness is gonna surprise uh, surprise uh, Adriano because there's a lot of flyweight quick fighters in Asia, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he's been fighting in Asia for a while, so yeah, those Japanese it, it, guys good, are though. pretty fast. Yeah, it, it's 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 a nice matchup for sure. Another one, Bibiano Fernandez versus John Lineker. You know the power that John Lineker brings to the cage is is unmatched in in the atomweight yeah, era, sure. the bantamweight division. You know, what do you yeah. think about that fight? That's an interesting matchup too. I mean, John is a little bit younger. Uh, Bibiana still got it though, you know. He still got it. Um, I think I think uh, his last fight I wasn't super impressed though. John's last fight I wasn't super impressed. When I watched him the UFC, he was pretty impressive, you know. But his last fight in one wasn't that impressive. But Muin is also pretty good too, you know. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's gonna be a good fight too. I can't, I can't. Yeah, I can't see who's gonna win in that one, but no, that's a that's a great great matchup too. Power versus experience, you know. And that ground, the the, the submissions yeah. Bibiano brings sure, is uh, sure. it's uh, it's it's sure. at another level, you know. To to see if Lineker could stay out of that that those bad those bad positions against yeah. uh, Bibiano, that's what's interests me. If yeah, John can knock him not, out, yeah, yeah. Lineker is now at ATT, so he's got a lot of good guys to roll yeah. with too. So, yeah, Adriano. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, uh, the 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 last matchup that uh, I think a lot of people are talking about that could possibly happen, especially in the U.S., is uh, Christian Lee versus Eddie Alvarez. Do you see this happening in 2020? Do you think this is a big possibility? Definitely now. Now that you mentioned it. I wasn't thinking about it, but now that you met, because I thought Christian Lee was going to fight, you know, um, Martin. But mm-hmm. but now that you mentioned, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got the young guy, the young hungry guy versus like the the old vet. I don't know, man. That's a hard. <laughs> point. Listen, I'm telling you right now, I'm 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 hungry, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know how these guys, you know, how these guys don't have the hunger. But me, I'm I'm so super hungry, you know. I, like like I'm same. I'm, I'm I'm around the same age as, uh, you know, Eddie Alvarez and these guys. You know, like a year. But but man, I'm I'm super hungry, man. Well, I want know, to make a big statement in 2020. 
Definitely, man. Like, well, you know, there's there's a lot of rumors. You you know, you're tra- you're training out in Florida. You live in the U.S. There's a lot of rumors about like one championship going to the U.S. in 2020. Yeah. And I'm yeah. hearing a show in MSG. I'm just hearing these rumors. You know, what I mean, I don't know yeah. if it's true or false, but I'm hearing these things, and that's why I bring up the Christian Lee versus Eddie Alvarez. Eddie, yeah. you know, East Coast guy, take you know Christian Lee out there and you know put the title up there. You know. Be- Demetrius Johnson, even yourself, man, even yourself, yeah. you know, you anything can find somebody is possible, man. With with money, with the dollar signs, anything is possible, you know. But uh, next year, I'm, regardless, I'm gonna make a statement. Um, I don't, you know, like I could care less for the Western media and the Western fans because sometimes they're disrespectful, you know. And um, I like, I like. I like the Asian fan base. They're a little bit more respectful, in my opinion. Um, but, you know, with that being said, I still got to prove, you know, my worth you know, as, a, as a champion and as for the promotion. And I, I'm hungry to be able to do that, you know, next year. Yeah, man. Me being on this side of the world and being, you know, Asian and, and uh, supporting all Asians, you know what I mean? Like I, I, that's I have to do that. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's what life is about is supporting the people that are around you and your people. And uh, yeah, man, like you're doing such incredible things. And uh, and uh, much respect to you, man. And uh, and 2020, man, I'm excited to see. Really, like yeah. what Look, I, what I'm can you cement them. your basically cementing your legacy could be 2020. Yeah. That that could be the theme. For sure, for sure. For sure. And I have all the tools to do it, you know, and I have, you know, everything to do it. And I'm just excited to put on some great shows. Um, and, man, like, the possibilities are endless, you know. But I got to make sure I put on a good, good year next year in 2020. All right, man. Always appreciate the time and uh, good luck on the recovery, man. And uh, sure. get back to 100%. And, and get yeah, you back in that good. cage in April and uh and start the the legacy the legacy yes, year. Yes. <laughs> All right, man. Talk to you soon. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs>